All Here right, let's let's smidge do this. <laughs> Dang it. From the creators of the video game podcast, Famicom Doji. They still make that? And the enthusiastic support of the Nerd and Tie Network. Yeah, do whatever you want. Comes a podcast about the single most important question in human history. What is the meaning is of life? Will I ever find love? Can God create a rock so big even Pumpkin Man cannot How can it? I find fulfillment? Do we have what happens you? after you Does die? Does this look infected to you? Is there you? such a thing as karma or fate? What is true? Have you guys seen my keys? What should I be watching on TV? Every episode of Two Boobs Watch the Tube, Vink and his best bra, Sean Orange, take a shallow dive into a current or retro TV show. Will they love it? I guess. Will they hate it? No one. Will they fight about it? No one cares. Did Sean even watch it? No. Is Vink still listening as Sean talks about Transformers? Definitely not. These questions and more will be answered on Two Boobs Watch the Tube. You know what? I still love that intro. Do you know how much fun that was to put together? I mean, the whole thing was your idea, but like actually like the execution was oh, yeah. just it was so fun. We got every time all I... good. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I was just saying every time I listen to that I'm like <laughs> I forget that we put the pumpkin man reference. In. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should But I was thinking like one of the original plans for that was that as the show went on, we would mm. re record and like allow different philosophical questions to be yes. part of the intro. Yes. I think we should still do that. I think we should let users submit. Oh. I think that I think that'd be fun. Well that's, we'll we'll think that's a great we'll think about we'll that later. Them. We'll ask them for that. So here we yeah. go. I mean this is this is this is this is definitely the sequel podcast that nobody asked for. <laughs> yeah, it's also our first follow. We, we've done we've done second <gasps> seasons of things before, but in conjunction with the first season, this is our You're first right? full on follow up to one of our own episodes. Oh my goodness! I'm not prepared. Uh, you know what? Nor am I. Except except <laughs> that I do remember that like when we recorded the first episode, there was no guarantee that there was going to be a second season. Yes. of the show so when we ended we 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 speculated on what we thought a second season would be yeah. but first but yeah, perhaps we should talk about what what it is we're talking about oh actually before that we should probably talk about what we watch what we really really watch so vink tell me what you watch <laughs> what you really really watch we i am about three or four episodes into peter capaldi's run as the doctor oh boy you're ahead of me again and my 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 middle daughter decided Peter Capaldi was not for her. <gasps> no, I mean she didn't really. She wasn't really watching Doctor Who much. I mean, if it was on, she would she would she would sit and watch it until until the Matt Smith era, and then she's like, mm. "Who's this guy?" You know, she. I mean, I get it. She, Matt Smith's a very comical Doctor. Um, Amy Pond, Rory were fantastic companions. It makes sense, but 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 I'm like. Give 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 this guy a chance. She's like, who's this old guy? I don't like it. I'm done. But Clara likes him, so he's got to be good, right? I guess, but I got I got to say, like, I don't I don't I I I don't know if they ever really totally warmed up to Clara as a companion either, because oh, sure. because the you know when you're when you really like that Amy Pond rory doctor dynamic so much you know mm-hmm. it's a it's a definite change and she's died a lot of times so. <laughs> yeah it's hard to beat that power thruple anyway <laughs> um so i but i don't know and and we are very nearing a very exciting point for me mm. we are nearing the point where i stopped watching doctor who <gasps> yeah that's true i've got about i think oh. i've I, i'm i I stopped watching it into the next season. So I, I watched it a few. I think the last ones I watched were like whatever came after the Mummy on the Orient Express or something you like that. You never? I think. <gasps> yeah. Not only did you not watch his third season, you never saw the end of the second? Nope. Oh. Nope. nope. Oh, my. You haven't met Bill? Nope. You haven't nope. seen the... Oh, oh nope. no! I mean, I mean, I, you can't avoid spoilers on the internet, but technically, I don't know what happens to Clara either. So you know, yeah. So yeah, I've never. Cool. So she was the companion when I stopped watching. So 
Oh, man. Well, I'd say you're in for a treat. I, hmm, ah, there's a lot good in that third season. There is a lot. Mm -hmm. I think you'll enjoy it. I hope. I hope you will. I think. I think. I think. I, I think. I will too. I've heard. I've heard very, very good things. And I like Peter Capaldi as the Doctor. I like. I like the performance he gives. But it is a very different vibe. Now, for me, as a fan of classic Doctor Who, where the Doctor was always a grumpy old man of some sort. Yes. It's fine. Return to form, you might say. It's a, yeah, it's a return to form, you know, where where he's mis- kind of mysterious and not letting his companions know everything and definitely not making out with them all the time, you know. Yeah. Capaldi reminds me a little of, I suppose, the seventh Doctor in the way he's mm. kind of mysterious and can be, like, funny but also kind of grumpy and I don't know. So you also haven't seen The Husbands of River Song either. No, I have not. But I'm very <gasps> much looking forward to it. I'm very much looking forward to it. Oh, no. Okay, good. Good. I just shared a screenshot. Uh, I don't know if it's on the, the, the Twitter or the Facebook Two yeah. Boobs account. Mm. Yeah. Yes, please enjoy that because it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Of all time. Like, I, I, I dropped off because there was no legal way for me to watch it. Oh, sure. Whatever. And, and I, and I, I don't have time to pursue other means. You, you know what I mean? Um, but now I've got my box sets and because, you know, so, oh, sometime I'll show you my Capaldi box set. It's beautiful. Yes. It's, oh, it's like a, awesome. it's, 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 it's very, very, because I'm like, eh, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to collect them in the Blu-ray format and I've got, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm collecting them faster than I can watch them, obviously, but and then I got a then I got a whole doctor I haven't seen, and I'm going to try to get through as much as I can before the new episodes come out. I'd love to be caught up, but mm, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Sure. Well, I mean, we haven't had a new series of Doctor Who since 2021, if you can believe yeah. that. It's been all special since then. Yep. And then, and from uh, what I've heard, not all of them have been that special. Ah. <sighs> oh no. Jody, I am so sorry. The, the, the things, the things that I, studio meddling and fan reaction and just. I mean, mm. I gotta, I gotta say, like from what I've, from what I've heard, and again, haven't, I haven't really watched any myself. Gonna go in fresh, but, but a good doctor with bad scripts. So we'll see. I, w- I would like to know what you think personally yeah. versus what the internet wisdom at large says because. Because the internet is, as a collective, is usually wrong. So yeah, but that's, that's we'll my see. experience in this case. We'll see, we'll see. But like, but like, I, you know, I've I've heard spoilers and the whole timeless children thing does not, as as a classic Doctor Who fan, mm. does not sit well with me. But mm. I want to see how they do it because maybe mm. maybe it's maybe it's done a little better than the than the screaming reactions to it are. So so let's see. Let's Maybe. let's try. Let's, 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 let's see. <laughs> anyway, tell yeah. me what you watch. What you really, really watch? Well, it would be Doctor Who, um, except uh, I don't know if you heard, but HBO Max went away, um, and now there's Max, the place where you watch HBO. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah, wasn't. Wasn't HBO's like main competitor like Cinemax, which they shortened to Max? I don't. Is Cinemax even still around? I haven't. No, heard I don't Cinemax think. I don't. Years. I don't. I don't think it is. But like, it was a rival network. I think. Why would you yeah. go with an? <laughs> because 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 Discovery <laughs> and Warner merged, and sure. now all of Discovery's garbage reality TV mm. programming. Um, is is part of the HBO package, and then rather than just keep their app, they uh, created a new one called Max, um, and everything moved over. You had to download a whole new app, and everything's still there allegedly. But I tried to resume watching Doctor Who, which still isn't on Disney yet. It's it's gonna it'll be there any yep. day now, I yep. think. Yep. But um, oh, will I tried, it? I tried resuming. Yeah, there's 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 a whole streaming deal now. With them, I know, the, but I think it's season. only for. I thought it's only for the new stuff. It's going to be oh, the classic stuff too. I think it's only I the new stuff. Don't know. Well, anyway, I can't resume 
like I get I get an error every time. I haven't tried since the app first launched, but I'm, no. I'm unable to continue my my Matt Smith run for the moment. I have other ways, but it's just yeah. it's very frustrating. But the whole the whole experience reminds me that another thing I wish I had been watching or could watch again is Willow, but you can't because uh, Disney is cutting a lot of shows out of Disney Plus and Hulu. Uh, to yep. save money, and this is all happening in the background of the Writers Guild of America strike, because they aren't getting paid residuals. And I just found out that one of the reasons that yep. Max exists is because technically HBO Max was a cable streaming service which had yep. all the cable residuals in place, and uh, Max is just streaming, streaming which has none yep. of that. So mm-hmm. uh, HBO has been slowly quietly kneecapping their writers this whole time oh yeah awesome i mean we'll get into more of that in the but you know what it's it's going to be it's going to be connected and and it's going to be part of everything we say now because since we're watching a lot of new television and a lot of classic television some of the stuff we talk about in these episodes might not exist by the time you listen to them so it's very it's a very weird time for media preservation right now because for a long time, yeah, okay, you did something goes off a streaming service, that's okay. You can buy the DVD or something. But when things were streaming exclusive, they just don't exist in any legal means anymore. Yeah. So I'll tell you what. I was I was upset when they took uh, when they took Doctor Who off Netflix, so I couldn't watch it anymore. That's why that's why I stopped. That's yeah. why I stopped. Yeah. And, um, but you know what? Now I've got my Blu-rays, and it's like, mm-hmm. come and get them. <laughs> I can, I'm going to watch Doctor Who. But like, you shouldn't. It shouldn't have to be like this. The whole point of streaming was that everything was available at your fingertips. It's just ridiculous. I, I I have I have in the meantime been re I think I rewatched all of Strange New Worlds the one of the more recent Star Trek shows oh, okay and because I wanted to show it to my kids because out of all the yeah. new ones besides Prodigy yeah. that exist I can't show them any and I can only show them some of Strange New Worlds so we watched the mm. first episode and even that was kind of like mm, maybe maybe not old enough yet but I, I I just remember the people talking about what Star Trek meant to them as kids. I should probably just go with the classic stuff at this point because mm. it's just the new stuff isn't isn't for them. But next generation, do next generation. Next generation, yeah, because I can't show them although, Picard. Although, uh, what 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 what's with Picard? Lots of f bombs. Oh really? Oh, yeah. That's really. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just imagine him just picking apples in a forest, but I'm sure there's more to it than that. Imagine an 80 year old man <laughs> dropping dropping an f bomb in the most uh, unnatural way possible, and that's that's Star Trek Picard. For Wonderful. Yeah. Sounds great. Excellent. Um. um so, but uh, oh, I've watched. I, I watched the first yes. episode of Orville. Orville. Oh, the first Orville? ever episode. Okay, yeah. I've, I I dropped off after the second season. They hadn't renewed for three yet, so. Okay. Well, at. it sounds like this. I it's, I'm, it's a comedy, right? <laughs> like it starts. A... It starts as a Star Trek spoof, but quickly becomes the thing it mocks. Okay, because it, because I, okay, I first found it because I was I was scrolling through through I don't know YouTube Shorts or whatever, and there was this clip of a show, and I'm like, this has got to be Star Trek. Oh, because because it's 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 totally next generation. But I'm like, but yes. I don't recognize these characters. But as you know, I'm not a huge Star Trek person. I'm like, maybe it's like Deep Space Nine, but no, they could. And I'm looking, and, I'm, and I have to read the comments, and they're like Orville, and I look it up, and I'm like, what the heck is this? And I'm like, oh, it's on Disney Plus. I hear it gets really good in the second series. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Little background on that show. Yep. So it, it was it was airing, um, I think, on Hulu initially. Yeah. And, and, but now yep. you know D- Disney yep. owns it. Um, uh, it was airing at the same time as Discovery. You know, okay. and, and Discovery is very much the Kurtzman new Trek, like J.J. Sure. Uh, uh, Abrams, Kelvin verse style stuff, serialized storytelling and whatnot. And then this show comes out. And all these Trek fans are like, I want, I want this. And so it took until Strange New Worlds to get something like that. 
Um, but that definitely, I think, pushed pushed the current Star Trek uh, uh, creatives into that direction. Huh. So we'll see. Yeah, but anyway, I, I might watch a little more. It's really slow going at first, at least. It is. Uh, so it is. So like, and I was expecting more of like ha ha farce, like Red Dwarf or something like mm. that. But it it actually takes it a little bit too seriously. Like Mayhap. it's it's like the music is all cinematic and the, the special effects are really good and like nothing's too off the wall. You'd expect more from the guy who made family guy, you know what I mean? But like, right. But I don't know, but in a way it's still kind of endearing. Apple TV is still a thing. Apple TV is definitely still a thing. They've, they're one of the, they, they've got, they've got a, they got a hit with a Ted Lasso, which I want to talk about later sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV is also still one of the more affordable options. Like they, they went yep. up in price a little bit, but I'm still paying yep. less than seven dollars a month for that. Unlike say Max, which I can't I even will, call HBO I, anymore. I will say that like Apple TV is the one I go to for premium shows right now. I think they've got some of the best content of the new because like, and they give it a chance. Does that make sense? Like yes. take C. It didn't do very well on the ratings, but they gave it three full seasons so that they could sure finish did. it off. And, you know, and like no one expected Smidge Dune to come back, which is what we're right. talking about. Yes. Today. Yes. And since 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 we've not done this before, I feel like we got to do a, a Schmigga Dune recap of the first season. Just a little quick one, because what if no one watched our previous yeah. episode or the Hold previous on. season? first season was great for me because I grew up with musical theater. My, my parents both liked watching, watching, um, you know, musicals on home video. And I acted in some in high school. Uh, I was in a production of Fiddler on the Roof. I was in a production of Guys and Dolls. Uh, and I was stage crew for a lot of other things uh, that we did into the woods and uh, Joseph, the amazing technicolor Dreamcoat. But like Smidja Dune, is basically what if there was a town that was that magically appears where everything is a musical it's named after of course brigadoon which was a which was a, a really nice uh, a fun musical about a, a magical town that appears once every hundred years or so i don't remember exactly i watched it a long time ago um but but uh they go there and everything follows the rules of musicals basically so, uh, sorry, I should point out the rules of like 40s and 50s musicals, mm-hmm. maybe 60s, maybe a little bit, <laughs> but like, yeah, but, but yeah, and, um, and, uh, they solve their problem and they walk across the bridge together, which the bridge leading out of town, which, which, which they tried to walk across times before, but nothing happened because they hadn't solved the, you know, the, the, the issue at the heart of the the drama. They haven't found true love. They haven't found true love. Yes, um, they is the this couple um, who gets get, get stuck get stuck in here. They are a married couple, but they are facing. Oh, they weren't married. They weren't married yet. Oh, they weren't married in the first season. Mm, oh. Spoilers. Oh, they were just dating. They were just doctors were that just... dated. Ah, they had yes, they had yes, a meet yes, cute yes. with candy bars. Yes, they did, which they would refer to back. But yeah, but I mean, the thing I remember most is that the the songs in it, as which were often comedic, were really really well done and really kind of fit corn pudding. <laughs> but <laughs> which was nominated for an Emmy? Did you know that? That's I did crazy. not. Oh no, I didn't know either of all the songs. But but anyway. So it finished, and we and uh, you should listen if you want to hear more about it. Listen to that podcast because we we went on for a while, and we both really liked it. But it was a six episode little thing, and it was not listed as a season one when they put it out. It, it was mm-hmm. it was it was a mini series. It was put out right. with the the thought that it was, but it ends very ambiguously. It ends with like you don't find out exactly if they go back to their normal lives or whatever. But so it's kind of up for, to the audience to assume, but I remember, but it left it open enough for a sequel 
and we speculated that a sequel could be either that they don't leave and they have to stay and do do this whole thing over again or that they're able to leave and that the 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 inhabitants of this magical world might be able to follow them i know which, which would be a second season of them trying to did you ever see babe pig in the city <laughs> oh no no i did not i did <laughs> nor not. did i but i i didn't see it either however i assume that's what happened <laughs> is that the pig didn't know how to deal with the city <laughs> i don't know if that, i don't know if that's real <laughs> that, um, seems, that seems right though it seems, feels right seems, yeah so yeah. we're just gonna go with that let's put a pig in the city yeah. <laughs> what could happen it's, it's against but, ordinance that pig got put down i don't know <laughs> i haven't seen it like i said <laughs> I think the greatest thing is that we both decided to reference a movie we haven't seen. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's, I mean, that's that's the whole point of two boobs, really. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but what I didn't anticipate was what they actually did, which was to yes. redo the whole thing, but using, se- like, 70s and 80s musicals. Maybe... Maybe late sixties, early seventies. When did Chicago come out? That's got to be seventies, right? It feels it feels like seventies. At least the movie version. Seventies and hair. Hair was definitely part of that's late sixties. Mm-hmm. And what what other ones were heavily? But I guess it did go into the it went into a little bit to the eighties too because you've got like um, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Definite references. Maybe Annie. Yeah, there's there's definitely more of a smear, yeah, of of things. Yeah, Annie's definitely in there. Yeah, um, uh, uh, the 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 one with the c word, <laughs> oh, cabaret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, children. Um, anyway, oh. uh. Um, it took, but, it took but yeah, me a minute. yeah, no, no, uh, um, cabaret, cabaret is definitely uh, one of the big influences, and and uh, it's darker, it's mm-hmm. sexier, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's and that, just like how musicals evolved during that time from being the folksy kind of uh, you, you know it to a more you know violent. Um, you know, and, and they added, they added an amazing narrator. <laughs> I just want to point out that cats is a four letter word, but That's not true. the C word we were thinking of. That is not the C word we were thinking of. The C word we were thinking of is cabaret. <laughs> um, yeah, but not, not only does, not only does all of that change, but like the visual style yeah. changes too, right? Like they, they very deliberately and consciously film. Oh, yeah. The, the Schmigadoon stuff, the, yeah. the, the, the Brigadoon farce on a soundstage yep. like they would have in the 50s. Yeah. And it's like they don't try to hide it, right? Especially no. in HD, you can't hide it. No. But, but, um, it, it, there, there's like this wonderful, like, music man number. Yep. That they do at one point where it's like it's like one enormous tracking shot, and I'm trying to remember like someone being amazed at like people being able to do stuff in one take on television, and it's yep. like, hey, if that surprises you, imagine an entire cast doing this eight nights a week or eight mm-hmm. times a week for months on end, and you have musical theater, y'all. Just yep. pointing that out there. But yep. in 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 this case, on this show, um, they did make it back to the real world. We forgot to mention that part. I yeah. think they got yeah. married. They're trying to have a kid. It ain't yep. working. One day they look at each other and they go, "You wanna?" And she, and they just go, "Yes." And it's like, what do they mean? They're gonna try and find Schmigadoon again. Yep. Yep. But they can't because you can never go back to Schmigadoon, as one might have been able to guess. <laughs> my my favorite part was that she's at the supermarket or whatever, and, and there's like a a can of corn and she she goes did someone say corn pudding and it's like no no one said that it's like because they realized that 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 was where they felt most alive when they were when they were in that thing so they go to a new schmigadoo new 
new is it's the same actors in yes. similar roles, but not quite. Yes. And they've called the second season Chicago, <laughs> which is I the first time I heard it, I'm like, really? But it grew on yeah. me. It grew on me. It grew yeah, on me. Because because like both yeah. both setting you know the first song you yeah. hear like in any musical yeah. like sets the stage uh literally yeah and yes, figuratively yes 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 um and 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 especially in the case of chicago like if you see traditional yeah. uh uh theater uh i guess the most more recent example people might have seen is hamilton yeah. right where they like sure. they go through the whole plot of the show yep. in like five minutes right yeah um yep. th- that happens here although nobody did fry unless you count the guy in the background when yeah. josh was in jail but that's the only thing that didn't happen. But, yeah, yeah. Like even 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 like the girl that that gets that gets off in the beginning, she like throws up a, a little red flag during the yep. number, and I'm like, because oh, I, I watched, I had to watch it two times to catch everything like that. Yeah. But, yes. Oh, there's so many little things in there. There's so many things that like you don't have to know anything about musical theater to enjoy this. I, I, I yes. you really don't. But if you do re- know the musicals that they're doing, there's another level. It's like, it's like uh, you don't have to be a classic gamer to enjoy the Super Mario Brothers movie. But if you right. know the a lot of the history, you're going to get little things that other people aren't. And yeah, yeah. They 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 even they even call out like you know Josh and Mel even call yeah. out that it's like oh it's the mayor it's like no 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 that's not. He's clearly yeah. playing a different part. Like they're they're talking about that in the dialogue mm. in the show. And then like Josh has this whole thing where he can't recognize Betsy. Yeah. Um Yep. Etc. But yeah, exactly. uh, you were you were going to say, I think, that they introduced the narrator played That's by right. Titus Titus Burgess. Oh my who... goodness, he's so good. So good. <laughs> so good. I've only seen him in Kimmy um, Schmidt, right? Kimmy Schmidt. Well, so, he was also he was also the crab from uh, from uh, Moana, sings shiny. No, 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 no. Am I no, wrong? No, no, oh, no. Oh no, I might be that wrong. Was, wrong. That was that was that was the guy from uh, uh, Flight of the Concords. Was that it? was that was Jermaine Clement? Really? Yeah. You learn something new every day. But still Dang amazing. It. Still a great number. Oh yeah, yeah, re- really good number. Eh. That's no. another show. That oh, we sorry, need to, sorry. To do for the, yes, I got my crabs mixed up. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He did he was Sebast- the other crab. He was he did Sebastian for Broadway productions of um, Little Mermaid. Okay, that, that got my crab. Got that's my where crabs I thought you were going up. with that, but then you yep. mentioned Moana, and yep. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 got my crabs mixed up. Yep. It's it's okay if you're if you're feeling a little crabby. It's. it's <laughs> But anyway, um, but yeah, uh, just just a wonderful addition to the cast, just just wonderful. And of course, we've got another Kimmy Schmidt um, alumni, yes, who had a much bigger part, yes, this time. Like, I mean, it was a memorable cameo in the first season. Now I got to look up names again. Her name's Jane Krakowski. That's it. That's mm-hmm. it. But but I mean. You know, uh, of of you know, Thirty Rock and Kimmy Schmidt, and like cameos in everything else. Like she's been in yeah. a lot, a lot of stuff, and she's perfect. And and I, if you read the making of stuff, she she did all her own stuff. Yes, which is yes, amazing. Like like they basically asked her, "What can you do?" It's like, "Well, I could do this," and they have her come yeah. down on like the the, the trapeze thing. It's like I yep. can do a little twirl. I'll do the twirl. It's like, <laughs> I mean, in the first season, she she had she had a memorable cameo where she played uh, basically a character like the what, what what she was called like the Duchess or something. She, yeah. she was basically like from Sound of Music. Yeah, um, that that girl. And she's like, well, of course I'm a Nazi. <laughs> just, like, just, 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 it was a what, but. Like yeah, I mean, there's some amazing cameos in this. Of course, we've got we've got Martin Short coming back. 
to be the leprechaun again for um he was in the first series for a minute but credited in every episode and, and, then and you know what i caught season, yeah yeah I, I i never understood how big he was supposed to be because there was like yeah. this very extreme like you know yeah, like yeah, yeah, down yeah, angle yeah. shot yeah. on on the bridge in the first season Yep. Um, they they actually drive into Chicago, right? They, yep. they they're in the forest. They've given up trying to find Schmigadoon, and so they're yep. leaving. And they cross a foggy bridge, and then they're in Chicago. And when they yep. try and leave after the opening number, they're like, "Nope, nope, this is not what I wanted." And like, even even Mel's like, "I'm I'm in I'm in like the happy ending musical kind of gal. I don't these don't have happy endings. I do not want to yep. be here." So they try to leave, and they open the hood to look under it, and the leprechaun pops up. He's actually like holding like like some cutters and like bits of wire from the car. <laughs> yes. I'm like okay, he's little. He's just a little guy. Yeah, Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. He's Martin Short. Of course, is, is is brilliant in only murders in the building as well. And I'm and I'm sure these cameos didn't take that long for him to do. Although he did get in the full costume. So yes. Um, but this, I really enjoyed season one. And mm, so mm-hmm. I, when I first started season two, I was thinking, oh, they're just going to do it again. You know, like, I I didn't know if I liked the premise necessarily. Y- y- you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, they did but, the characters, so they kind of brought us along, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but like the music was better mm, and that's that that I, that I think the music was better and i all and the 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 choreography and numbers were bigger mm-hmm. i'm not sure if necessarily the plot was was better i mean because because yeah. one of the issues that i think we need to talk about is the supporting cast was so good that the mm. main cast didn't seem as necessary and sometimes disappeared from for all for an extended amount of time yeah that the first time that happened was was between um what's the name of Dove Cameron's new character oh i oh my goodness um yeah. let me look yep whoopsies i know right <laughs> <laughs> they were so good that I remember their name instantly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember that it's Dove Cameron because my kids used to watch her on that. Um, what's that show she was on? The Descendants. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Jenny Banks. Jenny Banks. Okay. So, so she, definitely yeah. Liza Minnelli inspired yeah yeah she she's got like she's got like the black wig as opposed to the blonde wig that she was wearing before yeah um although she gets a betsy laugh in there once or twice uh near near the middle but um it's like it's it's between her and like the the leader of the hippie cult have a number yeah. together and it's like wait none of the main characters are here why are we even seeing this it's yeah. a good number and they get a great number. Yeah. Uh, they reprise it later in the show with the main characters who weren't there for the first one. But that, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the way Schmigadoon works is like if you're compelled to sing, you suddenly know what to do. Yes. So, so that's fine. Yeah. But it's very. And one of my other favorite numbers didn't have either of the leads in it at all. And that is the, the orphan number. Oh. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about that? Yes, we can. We should. Because, oh because I was both, I was I I was laughing so hard, but also appalled that they were that they were even able to do this. Um, I have to look up the name of the number uh, because it's it, I think it's worth saying. Sure, um, so it's, it's between Alan Cumming and Kristen Chenoweth. Um, yes, Alan, Alan Cumming yep. plays plays a butcher who's also. Uh, Jenny's dad, who was framed for the murder of of his wife, her mother. Um, yeah, okay, this, this song is good enough to eat. Good enough to eat. <laughs> Great. Yeah, so Kristen China yeah. plays, plays the Miss Hannigan of that yep. scene. They're all cockney for no reason because they're orphans, no right? No reason. It, Just yeah, in, in, in the middle of Chicago, and they're all cockney. Of course they are. It's because there's also because I think that's the the Oliver 
Oliver is the bit that they're Oliver. referencing there. Okay, yep. Yeah. All right. Yes. But but anyway, you know, you've got your Sweeney Todd ish there, and yep. and through the early episodes, the butcher's always complaining that he doesn't have any meat. Right. And. <laughs> She's complaining that she has too many orphans, and they finally put it together once yeah. once once Mel and Josh are told they aren't being helpful. So it's like, oh, we have people in Schmigadoo, we'll help them here. And it yep. doesn't go quite the same way this time. <laughs> so just they help. Oh my goodness. But but I mean the I mean the most disturbing thing was how, how much the orphans were just like into this number. Right. It's just, it's just... They were, they were so excited to be fed well, finally. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's, it's just, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it, but, like, it's it's a good song. Mm-hmm. There are really good songs in this. I, I, I'd say my favorite one is probably Talk to Daddy. Yes. That is that such a good incredible. song, and that one was 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 led by our being characters, right? Like you know, the, the that's, first yeah, season, right. Josh like would not sing. He's yeah. cha- he's a changed man now, um, yeah. So he gets he gets some numbers, but he and Mel get this one together, yeah. Um, and it's exquisite. <laughs> it's so good, so good. Uh, but yeah, I feel like I feel like in order to talk about yeah the things I want to talk about, we got to go into spoiler territory. I think so because we got to talk about the, the last episode. Okay, so should we flo- throw up a spoiler warning? Warning: spoilers ahead. Proceed with caution if you wish to avoid spoilers. This has been a spoiler warning. All right, so they, they they set up the scene right, like yep. jo- jo- Josh and Mel are not having a great go of it. They don't know what they need to do. They think they have to give everyone a happy ending in the music where happy endings don't happen. Yep. Um, uh, uh, Kratz, the guy who owns the all of Chicago, basically is after mm-hmm. Mel to to get Josh out of the way and marry her. Yep, these orphans are going to get eaten. Yep, like. What's gonna happen? The hippies have no, the hippies have no leader anymore, so yeah, they don't know right, what to do. Right. Yep. Like there's like it's 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 all it's all gonna go to crap, and then it works out fine. Yep. And I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> You're so angry. All right. I I never felt there there were like two plots to this, sure. right? Um. They. They they have this whole thing like Josh was framed for murder. Sure. Um, they they hire Bobby, who's Drian Krakowski's character. Sure. Uh, they get him off, and if you think that I'm being cute, the show is cuter than that. Mm-hmm. Bobby's there to get everyone. <laughs> Help us, Bobby, please. Anyway, <laughs> great number. Um, yeah. Uh, so they, they they get Josh acquitted of of the murder, yeah. That but they figure out that crap must like, have been the one who actually did it, right? And it, that was fairly early in the thing yeah. too, like episode three maybe of the yeah. six, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like we thought it was over, but they realize that they they can't leave still, and they have to help everybody. Okay, so so in in the interim, like uh, Mel gets um, sort of seduced by the Chicago lifestyle and kind of takes Jenny's mm-hmm. place. Um, Josh becomes the new leader of the hippies. Once, once Jenny and yep. the hippie guy, whose name I also can't remember, he he played he played like the 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 boatsman from the first yep. season, a character yep. that Carney. was so forgettable. I forgot he existed until I watched that season again. I know. I didn't even. I thought it was a new character being introduced. So that nope. Same sad. same actor. Yeah, I know. But they, but they replaced him with the doctor very yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of good things to say about the first season of Schmigadoon. I feel like I should go back to that after we talk about this. Sure, in, sure. in contrast, but so so what it was trying to set up, it seemed like was was the two of them being seduced by this and wanting to stay. But I never got the impression that that they were truly ever considering that. Like they were, they kept like checking up with each other, and they were like, they're, yeah. they're a very strong couple on this. There was no danger, and so mm-hmm. it didn't hit for me. 
because they knew the rules of the place and they weren't gonna they weren't gonna be swayed by it. So when you get to the yeah. final number, it's like, you know, you can stay, you can leave all your dreams. It's like, nah, we're good. It's like, yeah, I know you're good. I watched you be fine the whole time. Yeah. So I'm so I'm mad. I mean, there there seemed to be there seemed to be a lot I mean there was possibly the danger that someone could get murdered or right. forced to be to be married in the in the season, but like it yeah, it didn't seem to have the weight that the first season did because because you, you know in the first one they're yeah you like is this couple gonna make it and in this one it's like they seem pretty solid you right. know it's like yeah what what is their problem that trying to solve exactly like they want a baby but beyond that they, they seem like they're kind of huh, huh, in their professional lives too but yeah. beyond that like what what's the problem they're trying to solve yeah i, I yeah and again, I think I think that's that's what I what I what I get at like Schmigadoo Let's just call it Schmigago instead of is, is 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 just a wonderful setup. The the musical numbers are fantastic. The supporting characters really get to shine. It's hilarious, but it doesn't feel like it feels like it's outgrown its original premise. Mm, mm-hmm. Because like the, 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 the main characters have more singing. They have more, you know, but they don't they've already had their like character moments. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they've already they've already grown as characters to embrace the world and yeah, there's not much left for them to do except kind of play by the rules of the world and try to figure out their way through the next one. And if they do make a third season and they go into nineties and the two thousands musicals, hopefully they have something a little more interesting to do. Yeah. I mean, Avenue Q already exists. Exactly. So you gotta, you gotta be better than that. And I'm, I'm, Ooh. I'm hoping now, I'm hoping now. Yeah. yeah. How do you do better than that? Um, I'm hoping now that, that our original prediction of, of, yeah. of people following them into the real world is what actually happens because that's I feel like the only place it could go. I think that'd be point. really I, that'd be really interesting. But now, which version of them would follow them into the real world? Right? Would it be the Chicago people or the so like I don't know? Although I am kind of interested to see what they. There's definitely hints that if mm. they do a third season, it's going it's going the way of night of like of like uh late eighties, early nineties type musicals. Um did did you catch the reference right at the end? Apparently not. Okay. How's our big bad killed? Uh he's smashed by a chandelier. Like the end of Phantom of the Opera. Oh, I I've never seen it. Ah. I know Lindsay Ellis is all about it, but I've never seen it. So I think season three is going to be called Schmantum of the Opera. <laughs> <laughs> what else could it be? It could be maybe maybe they're going to, maybe they're going to do the rock opera. Maybe it'll be Schment. <laughs> Yo, yeah, uh, Schmamilton's too far in the future. <laughs> Schmamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I like Schmamilton though. Into the um, schmudge. <laughs> See now, now we're starting to get now we're starting to get into Chris Chenoweth's actual career here. We got to be oh, careful. Yeah, 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 you, yeah. Exactly. Schmicked. <laughs> oh. Um. Yep. Yeah. So. So. I. I didn't know what to expect. I. I did not expect it would wrap up. After they advertise and like broadcast that happy endings don't happen here, they got one. And yeah. like by contrast, the first season, I guess, I guess it was really obvious what was going to happen. But that's also kind of like the style of those musicals. Like these are yeah. the setups. Like you know, Mary Menlove was obviously gay, and if you didn't get it the first three times you saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they went into his house and there are these really weird statues. And then yes, Florence has yes. this number about that man of mine. And I'm like, oh, honey. Well, so oh, yeah. now she's like, oh, honey. Um, 
and when I was worried they were going to underutilize Kristen Chenoweth, with, she has the yeah. Music Man number um, with Tribulation, and oh yeah, it's so good. But like, but like every everything was like set up, teed up, and the mm-hmm. the like really obvious easy stuff doesn't happen. Played for last, but then they have like a serious threat to their relationships, or, or at least yeah. Josh does, because it, yeah. it wasn't really it wasn't really Mel who had that problem. She just wants to get out, but Josh is like he's open as it turns out yeah having a different relationship which doesn't happen in season two and it, and it probably can't it would all be a rehash right like if they were yeah yeah i feel like they needed to though it feels like part of the problem was they weren't happy with their lives and their jobs not with each other necessarily but just yeah. their lives and like mm-hmm. the fame should have tried to suck them in but it didn't even affect them at all i mean I guess. I mean, they were really trying to trying to show that with what what was that what was that muse, uh, the number in it was either the fifth or sixth episode, uh, famous as hell. Oh yeah, hey, and like Josh, I mean, they were. Oh my gosh! Oh my. <laughs> but like, hey, now you're looking swell. I got I gotta say that like I think I really need to rewatch it because I think I was so taken in by the music. Mm. That it allowed me to ignore a lot of the problems with it. D- does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It was it was my second it was my second watch through. Actually, I only watched the last episode once. I watched all of the first season and then like okay. all five episodes of the second season that had been out at that point. Um, yeah, because I wanted to do a compare and contrast, and I just got real. I was like, oh, this this last episode is going to be great because of how well the first season went. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm feeling it still. I haven't watched it again. Full disclosure. I may have to go back and watch it again, but I just, it feels like it was too easy and it wasn't as thematically fulfilling as the first one. Well, I think one of the things that, that, that it was is the second series should not have been six episodes because Mm. they set up too many things. Like the first, the first season You've got you've got you've got the the issue with the doctor, of course. You've got um, you've got yeah, you've got the the infidelities on both sides. You've got the the music man reference with you know with the school teacher or whatever. But in general, there was mm-hmm. not so many threads. Mm-hmm. So six episodes, they were able to to to. But like the ambition of Chicago is so much bigger. There, there's mm-hmm. so much. There's more musicals referenced. There's they're trying to incorporate so many different worlds. They've got the world of Chicago. They've got the world of hair, you know, with the, mm-hmm. the hippies and everything. They've got, you know, they've got the cabaret setting. They've got, they've got all this stuff. And everyone's so great. It looks like everyone's having so much fun. I know, right? Um, but, but, but like, I think with only six episodes to do it, they, and so much more music. Yes. Yeah, there were, <laughs> like there were twice as many numbers, I think, is what, they, is what they said. But I think one of the things you have, to, you have to realize is because of all the wonderful talent and all the wonderful music, we lost a lot of good dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because, because part of what made Schmigadoon so good was, was the, two main, the two main characters discussing what was going on coming to grips with the thing but now in chicago you have a narrator who tells you everything that's going on yes which which is pretty it's it's played so well because he's like in the scene he's manipulating the characters which would happen in an actual show and it's like aren't you missing it's like am i (laughs) well that's the thing i actually man i'm on break (laughs) i thought that would go somewhere though like, oh, sure. wouldn't it have been cool if the narrator was was the one manipulating Chicago all the time? Oh, over and, right. And at the end, they find out that they, you know, yep, yeah. That I, I was because he because he softens as it goes on, but in the beginning, he's he's kind of a jerk to everybody, you know. So, but I, I don't know. That, I oh, felt, now that you put that yeah. in my head, you're right. That would have been perfect because Krat was that too have been great? obvious yep. of a bad guy to mm-hmm, be the bad mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. You. So I'm like, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it never did. Just the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, chandelier shoes were all the rage, and I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway. Um, <laughs> But you know what? I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. That. I, that I, you, yeah. Yeah. 
even if it continues a slight downward momentum, I would still be totally up for a series three. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like I wouldn't watch the second season again because I did already. And yeah, I and I would again. It just it just doesn't. It, it yeah, it, it feels like they missed something, and I don't know why it happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is all the same creatives, you know. But yeah. yeah. I think part of it also was that they had such a talented cast and they wanted to utilize mm-hmm. them so much they that did. they're like, they really gave numbers that would, 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 would be good for them. Even if it didn't necessarily narratively work, do you know what I mean? Like, as mm-hmm. you were saying, you've got your one with Betsy and guy, <laughs> they're having their song and it's a great song, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't move the, it doesn't move the story forward. I mean, the main right. story. Right, right. Like, how how did that relate to Josh and Mel's plight? And apart from them, yeah. you know, doing the reprise at the end, they it they sang it, but it wasn't their song, right? It didn't it didn't connect to, to me at all. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, again, I liked it. Um. And of course, kind of, I mean, like, um, so you have, now, if you look at the last song mm. from the first season, that's yes. how we change. Yes. And that is, that makes total sense to, to, to be, to be, to be good. But like the, the song that ended, the song that ended um, with this one, A Happy Beginning. Yeah. Is a great song, but again, it, it doesn't it it feels like the song is too grandiose for what actually happened yeah you know what i mean it felt unearned because i don't think there was enough change in the characters that they are really getting a new beginning right it seems to be a continuation of the previous beginning right like like the it it's obvious in retrospect how that piece relates to what happens afterwards sure because sure. they were they were so fixated on the on their lack of happy ending, exactly. Because um, life life continued on, and it's like you know why it's it's like all these legacy sequels peppering the landscape these days, <clears throat> yep. like Willow or Star Trek Picard or what have you. It's like you know why are we telling this story when things should have ended up okay, but you yep. know we had this like two years later instead of twenty. Um, any so I Disney get sequel, any, any Disney, Disney sequel, sequel. <laughs> right. So, <clears throat> I can't imagine what a third one would be like. Do they do they do they, like do they have a kid and like bring it? Does is it about the kid instead? Like what? Mm. What what's what season three? Are they going to leave their their child behind? I mean, it would be strange. It would be strange if they went into. It would be strange if they went into the into it because their life turned out to be bad again and they can only be happy in musicals. Right. You know, I think it would have to be that they've actually worked out their life and that things are happy, but it turns out that the world of Schmigadoo needs them more than they need Schmigadoo. Yes, yes, so they have to come to them. That would that would make sense. I would yeah. love to see them just, like, pop up in the store. It's like, did yep. someone say corn pudding? And then, like, it actually yep. happens. It's like, wait, what's going on? And, like, they're like, what, you know... They come to each other, and it's like, what? What's happening? It or would, they it would be great? Yeah. Or they get to Schmegadoon against their will. You yes. know what I mean? Like, yes. like they decide to go on a camping trip to remember or whatever, and it goes horribly wrong, and they get pulled in again. Blah 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 blah. Yes. But the thing is, they'll need to introduce another character with a problem, though. Yes. Because, so it, because, it could be yeah. their kid, or it could be sure they could else. they could they could do it they could do a time 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 lapse later or, or something like that or you know, but yeah, but I you know what I hope it gets made. But now with the writer's strike, you see there this, was a lot of writing. <laughs> I was just well, I, I I would say I would say that like considering it's on Apple TV and Apple TV mm. gave it a second season mm. and. And it doesn't look like it's an intensely expensive show to make. I'm sure it's a little bit expensive, but compared to their things like Foundation and stuff like that, you know, it's it's right. it's it's, a, it's definitely a lower key. I would say there was a good chance that it would that it would get uh, renewed. But now, with the writers' strike, I remember last time how many shows that only the only the really really top things ever came back. For a lot of things, it was just 
so much shutdown time that they 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 just decided to start with new things or reality programming. Yeah, and that seems to be part of what happened with Will with, with Willow, unless yep. it was um, someone saying it was just a showrunner being in denial. But like there 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 was there was like a work stoppage that he yep. he put it on Willow, yep. but then it's like it now it's just gone. Um, yep. And and with this with the switchovers and like pulling things because they don't want to pay the residuals even even yep. if they come to an agreement like they're setting the stage where there, there will be fewer residuals they have to pay because they're pulling streaming. That's uh, right. That's right. Programming now, um, so that stinks, especially in the cases of things that don't uh, have physical media at all and you can't watch them again. I would. I I really enjoyed Willow. I want. I want. If I can't see more, I'd at least like to see the season that we got because I really liked it. But I don't think that's possible. It might be. It might be canned completely. It might just be gone into the memory hole at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I just. I'm. It's. I support. Let me get point point out. I support the writers. I do. I do. I and you know they're they're asking for very reasonable demands. Yeah. But we're already having trouble with scripted television. You know, we're, we're at, you know, there, there's already issues and, and like this strike might just lead to more and more reality television. There's because there's, unfortunately, yeah. 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 No, go, no, go ahead. There, there's a lot to say here because there, there's been this slow erosion over decades really of like writer's room yep. shrinking yep. and, and, and episode, like you still need 22 episodes to like not be a staff writer anymore. Yep. Even, even though in the age of streaming, it's like, you know, 10 episodes or exactly. eight or six. And so yep. you still have to like work on a show for five years instead of one year. Um, well, so that that's happening. Uh, and, and the residuals are another thing. But but also like they just don't, they just don't want writers. There's all this creative nope. uh, executive meddling in the creative yep. process that's yep. not going anywhere. So so the shows that do get made are are already the cream of the crop. So what do you do when exactly the whole exactly. industry is averse to writers? Well, I heard that they're like basically basically getting writers to basically write a whole season, right? Before it's even because it used to be what what was it you 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 get a pilot made mm -hmm. and then you see how that goes and then if that mm -hmm. goes you green light some episodes maybe half a season and then you then you then you go with the rest but right now because writing is so cheap which is sad right. they'll just get people to write a whole season and then they'll buy it or not buy it it's just like... right that's awful yeah you don't get yeah you don't even get paid hardly yeah. at all that way yeah so imagine so. having to work on like five shows and maybe one of them will work but you've done the work of five shows yeah. it's just then there's other interesting things happening like you know uh tawny newsome who's uh uh beckett mariner on star trek lower decks is now a mm -hmm. writer on um the new star trek academy show that's going to be starting up okay um and will it and so will anything be starting up again well that well, i mean you know before the strike yeah. happened because she's yeah. definitely out in the picket yeah. lines right now oh yeah um, but, uh, not only is it the interesting, like, like one of the first instances of like an actual, like main character on a show being a full-time writer versus like, uh, what's his name? Chekhov. Um, yeah. Walter Keening. Uh, he wrote an episode of the animated series, but he wasn't like a, a staff writer, you know, but like, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is different. So like, I'm, I'm looking forward to that because it seems like yep. there's not enough, what one of their one of their demands basically is that yeah. the writers like be able to be on set and like can actually help shape the way sure. the season goes um but anyway yeah we'll see we'll see we'll what have happens. more to say about this as we watch other tv shows that got finished yes. before the strike <laughs> yep okay as long as they don't disappear before we get a chance to finish them <laughs> yeah as long as they don't like I... them even after they're done like I'm not gonna watch. I can't watch Willow now. I never watched <sighs> Willow, and now I can't. Well, you can't on a paid streaming service. <laughs> Excuse me, something's yeah. in my. <laughs> Oh. Thank you for making it to the end of another episode of Two Boobs Watch the Two. If you would like to support these boobs, please subscribe. Like us on iTunes and tell a friend. If you want to give us a big push up, donate to the Famicom Dojo Patreon found in the show notes. 
There you can also find info about sponsoring an episode and also info about the other great shows and one bad one on the Nerd and Tie Network. Until next time, keep it classy. I'm Charlie. He's a lifelong X-Men fan. I'm Miles. He's a lifelong Doctor Who fan. If anyone can objectively rank every single episode of Star Trek, it should be us. Two people who think that Star Trek's pretty decent. And so, come join us on our... Casual Trek. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that yep. was a good one. Yeah. Fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> 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 Fuck it, we'll do it live. Oh, casual track, everybody. <laughs>